1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
0: Sports Radio 90 time the game from the Northern Kia Studios. John Frickett with you on this Saturday. We're asking, I'm asking you about what you would do if, uh, if I sold you the Hawks for a dollar. What would you do to make this work? We haven't really gotten into the meat of this because we got a little sidetracked here. Uh, talking about uh, the Falcons and, and Rich McKay and about uh, the fact that apparently the media in this town is too soft. Um, all right, so I worked in New York, right? I worked in New York, New York City. I worked in New York. I, I know the media people in New York. I worked in Los Angeles. I know I was main anchor at Sports Channel in New York. I was main anchor at Fox Sports West, uh, Fox Sport, pardon me, Fox Sports Net uh, in uh, Southern California in LA at Staples Center. Okay. I know these people. I worked with these people in their towns. And then most of my career, that was for a brief period in New York, only about a year and a half. Uh, out in LA was a little bit longer. Uh, but most of my career has been spent here because I went to high school here in Lithonia, went to junior college at DeKalb college, which is gone in Clarkston. It's now uh, was Georgia perimeter. And now it's like Georgia state Clarkston. I'm going to get it wrong. Anyway. Um, it, it, I guess some people want the New, uh, us to be the New York media. You have to understand how the New York media works. There's two versions of the New York media. Okay, here there's one version of the media. the The talk show hosts here in town also tend to cover the teams in person. That that is a especially at ninety two nine the game. It's one of the things that we have prided ourselves on, and I'm sure the other station does too. Is that we go to the events we go to the practices we go talk to the people that are involved in new york the fan especially wfan they don't they they may go to a game but they're not really so much interacting okay like i mean this, this, and they do this for a reason they, they'll they'll send a reporter. They'll do let they. But I'm not going to go and talk to anybody because I want to be able to have the distance between myself and them so that I can get on the radio right now today and say we got to fire uh, Landry Fields. He sucks. We got to fire Kyle Cover Oh my God, Kyle sucks. He was an okay player, but he sucks We got to fire all our scouts. You know, uh, we got to trade Trey. Trey sucks. Trade, we got to trade for anything. Give him up. We're never winning a title. Uh, he's not a winner. He's a bad dude. Uh, another day, another challenge. You know, you got to go. You know, and then just scream. A hip hop culture got to go. I, ain't nobody wants to come to no game with a hip hop. guy. I mean, that's literally who they are. But I don't do PO screaming white guy radio. I just don't. And if that's what you want, Okay, go find P.O. Screaming White Guy Radio somewhere. Sirius XM probably ha- Well, Sirius XM has Mad Dog Radio, for crying out loud. Does anybody out there know who Mad Dog is? I mean, I, I would think, right? Do you know who Chris Russo is? He used to be, I started on the fan. He was a caller. He starts, But he's screaming so bad and loud, the WFAM actually gave a, a show and he takes a screaming act. Do you know? And he becomes a star on WFAM because people in New York want to be screamed at. And then he goes to Sirius XM after he gets let go by WFAN and he screams at people on the radio and the television. Do you know what Chris Russo, Mad Dog, was screaming about this week? Does this make you happy? Is this what you want from your radio talk show? Okay. He was screaming, literally. I mean, into the into the television uh, cameras and into the microphones. This week, he was screaming about how bad, because everything you have to understand, his whole thing is, this sucks, and I'm going to scream about it. How bad Taylor Swift sucks for the NFL? Okay, that was his thing, and he wouldn't let it go. All sucks, Taylor sucks, that's all it was all week. Now, if that's what you want in a radio show, fine, go find it. That's not what I do. I ask you legitimate questions, tell you that we could disagree without being disagreeable, and tell you I have a viewpoint that's going to be different from yours because I do know these people, but I'm transparent about it. I've told you many, many times I'm transparent about it. It doesn't mean I don't call for people to be fired. I don't call them out. I called for Nate McMillan to be fired on the radio multiple times. I called out Dan Quinn, which ruined my friendship with Dan Quinn. By the way, did I just didn't I walk you through this? That I I like Dan Quinn personally a lot. He's a really good guy, but it ruined my friendship with him because he wouldn't talk to me anymore. He won't talk to me now. I he won't he would never talk to me again because I dared to go on the radio and basically ask him if he was uh, if he should be fired. Uh, you know, Freddie Gonzalez. I could go down the list. I mean, I could go back to – I could go all the way back if you want me to. I could go back to Dave Bristol for crying out loud. I mean, I could go back a long way about asking for people to be fired. Matter of fact, it was one of the things that was kind of funny on my show when we, when I was doing the morning show with you for all those years. John, all you do is want people fired. Does anybody remember that? John, that was a criticism, Eric. A criticism of me was that I wanted to have everybody fired. <laughs> right? <laughs> and who <well>, it was <laughs> – yeah uh, yeah, so uh, here's what I would do to fix the Hawks. Back to this point, all right? That i right, done with that. Here's what I would do to fix the Hawks, because they, they entered the uh, the uh, the the area code and the and then the zip code of uh, uh, blow it all up. I would blow it all up. I would just I would. I now I want to make all the right moves here. A- ain't no one safe. No Jalen Johnson. No Trey Young. No Dejounte Murray. No, nobody ain't nobody safe. I'm looking at Quinn Snyder because I have a belief that it, it, my current set of belief is, is that Quinn Snyder is, has a potential and has proven to be a very good coach. So if I lean on that, I say to Quinn Snyder, okay, what do you need? What do you want to be able to, because I think what Quinn Snyder would tell you is, is he wants his version of a Rudy Gobert. Okay. He wants to build around a big guy. Uh, and, and you could make that case. I, I mean, look at what Milwaukee, even though I know Doc is really struggling up there right now, what you do with a Giannis or you do Philadelphia, what you do with an Embiid. You, build, you could build around a big. And so he doesn't have a big to build around. And as much as I like Big O, look, Klinka is not a big you build around. Okay, And as much as I like Okongwu, and I do like him, uh, unless he is able to take – he's like two steps short right of being that guy. He's, he's a really good guy for a team that has, like, a great, and I mean a great wing, a great four, and a great two, you know, and you have three guys. He's not one of the three. You know what I'm saying? You got three really good guys, you know, you got, like, a, a four, a three, and a two, and they're all great players. They're all stars, and he's not one of those three guys. That's not what this team is. And so I'm not saying that's how he would build it, but that's what I would do. I would go and sit down with Quinn Snyder and say, what do you need? And everybody is, oh, I don't want to trade Jalen Johnson. He's got upside. Yes, he does. He's got a lot of games. So uh, Okagwa's got value. You know, I mean, bogey has got value as a bench guy. Certainly DeJounte and Trey have serious value. I I don't care. I'm starting over here. And by the way, I'd be transparent with the fans. I'd say, look. We're going to trade a lot of these guys away for draft picks. I this whole thing that Stephen Noe did with the Sporting News about Rui Hachimura, Gabe Vincent, Jared Vanderbilt, Jalen Huddersfino, and three number ones. I don't want that because I don't want any of those players. No, I want to trade. If I trade Trey, I want to trade Trey to some place. First off, I'm going to trade him into the Western Conference if I can, and I'm going to trade him for like five number one picks. That's what I want. I don't want. I don't need. I don't need. But I I'll take an expiring contract. Yeah. Okay. Give me that. That crappy dude, fine. Um, but, you know, I, I can't even do that because the trade deadline's passed. So just give me five number one picks. I, and I'd be transparent with all you fans out there. Hey, the whole trade thing, it didn't work. So I'm going to be trading everybody, and I'm going to just load up on draft picks. And, and you might see a starting lineup next year that includes um, Kobe Bufkin as my starting point guard, and uh, you know Muhammad Gay as my starting center, and whoever I can't trade because nobody really wants DeAndre Hunter. I mean, I, th- I mean, I'm saying to you, look, we may go 10 and 72 next year. Okay, it's like a hard reset. The hard reset. I would do a hard reset with the franchise, but I have, you know, great scouts, and I have six, eight number one picks over the next three years. Eight first-round picks, okay? That, that's what we would I would do a hard reset, but that's what I would do. At this point, I just don't think there's any other choice. But that's, again, if you disagree with that, that's fine. You want to still build around Trey and trade everybody else, that's fine. You don't want to do anything, that's fine, too. You want to fire the front office, you want to? Okay. Let's go to David. He's on with John. Hey, David, welcome to the show.
2: See, I disagree because, John, I think we're that close. And and here's my answer to my question that I was going to tell you the problem with the hawks they can they never go out and get a star or a superstar they they never do it and and now the trade line's passed and we're stuck with the same old team and they need they need help and they're they're that one guy away from being third in the in, in the playoff bracket
0: uh, who's that who's that guy david uh, what, what kind? Of, well, what are you talking about yeah, i'm not talking about you wait hang on you don't have to name names but tell me who the who the player is well, is, they, he, they is, it a, is it a, like, a five or four?
2: They need that's, a, that's a, like at least a second on a team. You know, somebody that good. They've got to get some. Or, and, and John, remember they were talking about Towns last year. Why
0: didn't they get him? Well, because maybe Minnesota didn't want to trade him. Look at what Minnesota's done this year. Maybe Minnesota yeah, said, yeah. "Sure, we'll trade him. Give us ten. Give us ten number ones. You know. Yep. Give us Trey and four I, number I, ones."
2: I, I, I really you know, think with Towns, they would have been that closer to
0: where they needed to be. Yeah, well, this is another reason I would strip the team, and I appreciate it, David. Thanks for the call. Another reason I would strip the team is, see, the NBA is funny, okay? The way it works, because of bird rights, and those, those aren't like the birds you see in your yard. That's Larry Bird, um, and that's why it's called bird rights. The team that has your contract can offer you as a free agent more money than anybody else. Because that was designed to keep stars in towns where they had become stars. At least attempt to, you know. And so, as a result, it's hard to get, sometimes it's hard to get free agents. Now, there are people out there, and you may be one of them who says, you know, players don't want to come play for Trey. They don't want to play with Trey. They don't like him. I, I guess, I, how, would, how would you know that? I, do, do you know that? I see him interact in games all the time. I mean, all I can know is how he interacts with people at practice and the games, and his teammates seem to really like him, and other players seem to okay. But Eric, you got something you want to chime in on on with this? I was going to say, have a camera follow him around all All Star Weekend and see. Yeah, you know,
3: he, he should be out there doing some politicking, don't you think? He 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 better be out yeah, there right. doing some politicking
0: so right yeah and yeah, right right do some some recruiting it's the it's way it's the way the nba works play it's tampering you know so let's get to uh, james here james is on with john hey james
3: hey how's it going thanks for having me yeah, man. sure um to your to your original question if i were the owner of the atlanta hawks what would i do to, as the owner i would do my best to just stay out of meddling with the basketball operations of the team as the owner um and focus more so on just marketing and building the brand of the team and, and, and trying to increase the profile of the team so that we are a more attractive destination, increase the profile of our, our key players so they are more attractive pieces for us to, to move in trades and get actual value back in return versus some of the rumors that we hear. Um, but if I were actually you know, running the team as far as the GM is concerned, you're talking about moves we need to make, I agree. We need an impact player in our front court. We need a, a big man that can complement Trey's game as a smaller perimeter-oriented player. We need all right, so stop, stop James.
0: Yeah. All right, so stop right there again, because I, I want to go back to this. So if you're the owner right now, you're saying you would say you would divorce yourself from the from the from the team from Landry Fields and say Landry, do whatever you want.
3: I wouldn't make I I wouldn't say Landry do whatever you want, but I would put somebody in place that I trusted to make those decisions. And obviously, the owner has the final say as far as hey, you know, we're going to trade Trey Young, and as the owner, you have to say yes or no, right? Obviously, but I would put people in position that I trust to make those decisions and not kind of hamstring them as, as far yeah, as but, like, hey.
0: Well, you are hamstringing them if you're if you're going to if you're going to have yes or no. See, so that's the pro- See, here's the issue. You're either going to say you have total, 100% control and authority to do something. Now, if you're the owner and you say, look, you could do something with everything but Trey, I, I don't know at this point. I say, you to me, what I would do is, I'm not going to necessarily hamstring anybody. I'm, I'm going to tell you to get me the best deal you can get. What's the offer? This offer from Sporting News is not acceptable. I would say no. Right. You go out, you go out and get me five number ones, for four number ones for Trey. All right, we'll talk.
3: Right. But I'm I not think taking that's this what the best owners do that's what you know that's what a Jerry bus would would have done back in the day you know you'll identify your magic Johnsons or whoever as your best that's the franchise everybody else hey let's see we can get the shop
0: around yep yeah I appreciate James as- yeah yeah I gotta go I, I'm just, sorry James I I'm, I'm over for a break here it's what Jerry West did when he took Kobe from Memphis Memphis, how bad did they get worked? All right, quick break. And what would you do if you owned the Hawks? Thank you, James, for the call. On Sports Radio 90. I I love this thing I just got here. Uh, John, compare your career to Mad Dogs. Look where he is. Look where you are. Okay. I mean, just at the end of my career, I mean, did anchor on CNN for 10 years. Um, Was the main anchor of Fox Sports Net in Los Angeles. I mean, I did okay by myself. Just saying. (laughs) All right, <laughs> I did. I did fine. All right. <laughs> okay, <laughs> whatever. Uh, hey, uh, KJ's with us here. Um, hey, KJ, uh, asking you if you own the Hawks. If I sold the team to you for a dollar, what would you do to fix this team right now? Because hey, this ain't go gonna work. There. Good, man.
1: I got that. I- hey, uh, quick, uh, three quick, three quick things, real fast. Um, not to go back in history, but. The Hawks are such a reactionary team instead of being an aggressive team, like when they went to the East Conference Finals. If Tony was scared about going over the luxury tax, that's the time to do it because it's not forever. It's just maybe one or two years where you're over and you have to pay some extra money. That was the time to uh, go for it. Uh, and number two, in regards to the team, I'm, regard- I'm like, I'm like it's time to blow it up. Uh, it's okay to give the Lakers that trade, but tell them I want all your number twos as well. And then just took the rest of those assets for something else that that can be used for something else in the future, or trade it to a, a team that's on the lower end, like like Charlotte or Washington, uh, who'd be willing to take the twenty nine and first round pick at thirty for some players or whatever. But uh, in regards to trade, I mean yes, you, all right. That's uh,
0: like, that. that like, you I, know I, what, I'm, the KJ, that's that's a fair that's a fair point here. Is that you could take a a multiplayer multi pick trade. Uh, where the players are not really anything you really want. Uh, and if you're if you're playing chess, you can flip that into more assets. That's fine. You know, uh, uh, Herschel Walker, this thing, so to speak. And and so I'm not opposed to that. This particular lineup, I'm not thrilled about. But I, I, I get your point. Your point's taken. Right.
1: And uh, lastly, uh, well, well, part one and two of uh, the last part is uh, Trey Young, like I said, I've been to more Hawks games since Trey been uh, on the team. But uh, I think it's time to move on. Uh, not because I don't like him or I, I want to be part of the team, but at this point this experiment isn't working. So uh, I will reach out to Bob Myers, the former Golden State team, retired, who moved on, say, hey, come take over this team and see what you can do uh, and flip for wherever you can and then start rebuilding it from there. That's that's all
0: I have for. I appreciate it, KJ. Well, I mean, they kind of did that, didn't they? I mean, they brought in the guy from Golden State and Travis Schlank and then they kind of pushed him out. Okay, so – I think they're comfortable with where they're at right now, from a uh, from a standpoint of uh, the the structure of the team. One of the things they wanted to do, uh, Tony Russell, was restructure the organization. He did that. Uh, he restructured the organization. Uh, he cleaned out the organization, and you know, some some people stayed. I mean, and now you have Steve Coons and Andrew Saltzmans and and now you have Nick Ressler and Landry Fields and Kyle Corver but there's th- that organization's been restructured and it's been cleaned out and revamped and and uh, and then they got the the uh, coaching situation settled I think I, I, again I could I, I always tell you I could be wrong I mean and, and and there are a lot of people who are nobody's right there were and I'm not calling anybody out by name and I'm not even going to do the whole his initials are and then say his name thing there was one of the hosts currently on our station who was almost violently opposed to Brian Snicker being named the manager of the Braves. I mean, off his rocker opposed to it. How did that work out? I'm just asking. And there's still fans who want to get the guy fired. I'm Okay. I think it's been pretty good. Should it should have been a little bit better. Yeah, are they under the pressure to is it World Series or bust? Yeah, should they be saying that this year? Yes. They have to challenge themselves. Okay? Cuz it's not enough. But still, we can't know, all right? We can't know. I I think Chris Snyder's going to be pretty good. I thought Arthur's I was like I, could he be good? Yeah. I mean, I, do I think Raheem Morris is going to be good? I want to I want to think so. Do we really know? No, we don't. I mean, you can't say definitively. If you come on and say, Raheem Morris will absolutely win a Super Bowl in, in the next three years as head coach of the Falcons, and they do, you're going to say, see, I told you. And, of course, if they go to 3-14, and 14, you, you know, you, nobody will remember that you said it. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, I don't know. I hope so. How can we know? We can't. I mean, it, it's... College is different than the NFL. If Nick Saban unretired today, today, if he unretired and he went to, I don't know. uh, Let's say he went to UCLA because, you know, Chip Kelly, you know, of course UCLA's got a coach. But but let's say he had taken the job at UCLA. Do you think UCLA would have gotten pretty good pretty fast? Well, yeah. Why? Because they had Nick Saban. Why? Because you can recruit. Oh, you mean in, in, in the pros you can't recruit. Right. Oh, okay. They have a draft. Yeah. Can you imagine if college had a draft? Think about college football if it had a draft. Would you like that, Georgia fan? Oh, no, you don't get those five stars. Those five stars are going to Vanderbilt. Those five stars are going to go to South Carolina. Those five stars are going to Arkansas. They ain't coming to you because the SEC's got a draft. Yeah, so it's different. It's a different world. Oh, and by the way, a salary cap, which college football doesn't have. (laughs) have. (laughs) No salary cap. Uh, BK Zodin with John. What do you do about the Hawks right now if you're the Atlanta Hawks and you own the team? Hey, BK.
4: Man, John, what's going on, man? All right, man. So the Hawks, honestly, man, they need to, if I was getting the team from Wrestler, while he was walking out of that front office, I'd tell him to take Landry Fields with him as well. And this is the reason why. And the Hawks can win with Trey Young. And the Hawks could win without Trey Young. It's a path, both avenues, for them to be able to do it. But you have to entrust the GM to be able to make the right decisions and the right moves to be able to to make it happen. And I don't think anybody trusts Landry Fields to be able to do it. Um, I felt more comfortable with Travis Link making some of those decisions. I can't even really think of them. A whole lot that Landry Fields has done to improve the Hawks' team. Now, Jalen Johnson has improved. That wasn't his draft pick. Travis Slink drafted him. But Kyle Corbett is the one in charge of player development. So it's not really on Landry Fields how Jalen Johnson has developed. But the Hawks do need – what they need is a toughness presence. And I've heard you say it before, actually. Uh, And he wasn't a big piece. But when we had Solomon Hill on the team – Solo was like a yep. backbone of the team. He was an enforcer. Yep. You know what I mean? No, like, yep. You know, the, no, the, I've said the, it because it's true. Yeah, the, the the situation that Trey Young had in the playoffs with the Knicks when Solo came and bumped I forgot who it was. Was it Nerlin's Noel? Yep. It might have been Nerlin's Noel. Yep. Yeah. But we don't have anybody on that team that's that big bro that's going to keep everybody on the Hawks in check and keep the other team in check, too, while we on the floor. You know what I mean? We don't have yeah, anybody. Yeah, I think, that right, you need, he, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. you need your dream on. Steph has his dream on. You need your – right. I've said this yeah, many or, times.
4: Yeah, or you know, even when the Hawks, some of those old Hawks teams, like with Zaza, we had Zaza in there. You know, he was a bit of an import. Oh, I could go. Oh, no I, BK,
0: BK, I, BK, I could go back to Cliff Levingston, You know, and being that oh, kind well, of guy. you're older
4: than I me, g- so I can't go back. Yeah, back to I, I, well, you know I could go. I, mean? I could. I could.
0: I could go back to Truck Robinson being that kind of guy. Right. I know. I. Yeah, but hey. I'm with you. I mean, yeah, uh, you, know, I mean you, you, you know, I mean,
4: you know, even like, like right. Ivan Johnson type, Perro anti type right. that we had, you know, yeah, but we right. don't have that. So other teams are not fearing the Hawks. They're not scared of the Hawks. They think the Hawks are soft, to be honest. Well, the yeah, Hawks I are soft. They, yeah, I think so too. Hawks fans they, think they, they, the, 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 Hawks, the well, Hawks are soft well,
0: too. You know, it's, BK, it's not with who we think. it It's obvious they're soft. They're right. soft defensively. Right. They're they're just a soft team. I mean, right. they're just soft. And that's why well, John, I'm saying you, you, g- you got to give quit. St- let
4: me ask you this though: Do you think, that we can win both with trade yes. or without trade?
0: I I was gonna okay. I didn't want to interrupt you then. I'm sorry I'm stepping over you now because I, okay. I I take your point and I agree with your point. I but they have failed to win. They are failing to win with Trey Young right now. The answer to your question is yes. Obviously you can win without him because you can restructure the team and Quinn Snyder can bring in a team that does win. Of course you can. I mean, it's free agency. It's a draft. You can do that. If you do it right, you can win without Trey. You don't need Trey Young to win. But you're failing to win with Trey Young, which you could still do. And the proof of that is just look at what they did the year they went into Madison Square Garden. They went again in Game 7 against them beating Philadelphia where they went to Milwaukee. And if he doesn't step on the ref's foot, they beat Giannis. They play Phoenix in the finals. They might win the NBA World Title. And that team just had a toughness about it that this team doesn't have. This team is soft.
4: Right. 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 And and that's what we need. And, you know, along with, you know, a couple of other little things, you know. But that's the main thing the Hawks need, man. The Hawks are actually – the Hawks are a good team, but they just don't play like it. You know what I mean? And even and I'm, I'm going to give you one more thing, John. One more thing that I did not like, man. When Landry Fields came on the radio and said the thing about resulting. Like, that is – like, Hawks fans should be furious with that. You're literally sitting here telling us, oh, it's not really about the the results on the court, as long as we see the progress being made. But it's hard to see the progress when the results aren't coming. You know what I mean? Like, we're not going to see the progress if the results aren't there. And it's just like, that is such the wrong mentality to have. You're telling our players, like, oh, it's okay. Just go out there and look good. We don't have to win as long as we just look okay. We look like we're improving. And that's just – and this is why the Hawks – I heard the other day the Hawks are, like, bottom ten in attendance in the NBA. And that is so crazy because the vibe at State Farm Arena is lit. Like, it's a good atmosphere. It's a fun time in there. But Hawks fans are smart. When they see that product ain't ain't what it should be, because the Hawks are capable of being a top five, top four seed in the East if they play like it. But Hawks fans aren't dumb. They're not coming. They're not showing up. And it's so disappointing. And hearing Landry Field say that, it just it kind of sucks the life out of Hawks fans. It's like, well, dang, this that's is they're uh, doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly, BK. I do appreciate the call. I do want to get Rich in here uh, right before the break here. Yeah, just keep this in mind. This is going to be. It. This is why we're having it. We're, this is not the last time we're going to have this discussion. We're going to have it again here because this is a a, a gigantic off season uh, for the future of this franchise. And I'm I'm getting towards if you give me another twenty four point loss at home to a Charlotte or a Washington, I'm in. Like let's just blow this up. Uh, I want to give Rich enough time. So uh, hey, I tell you what, can we Rich, can you hang on for just a second? Can you do that for me? Sure, freaky. All right, so put Rich back on hold. We're going to get to a quick break here, and I want to give – because if I didn't, otherwise Rich would have like 30 seconds here, and I want to give him plenty of time to say whatever he wants to do. All right, so quick break here. Uh, Also coming up top of the hour, we're going to play a little NBA All-Star Trivia. Um, There are two big prizes for it, nothing, and nothing and you will like it. But we'll have some fun with it. Uh, So we're talking about the Hawks. What do you do? Uh, Are we we getting towards blow it up? Because, uh, you know – look – John, you're not strong enough on the team. I'm sitting here telling you, I'm getting toward blow it up. How, how, I, how much stronger do you have me to be? All right, quick break as we continue on Sports Radio 92 of the Game. It is uh, human nature when things are not going well to want the opposite and think that the opposite is automatically going to be better. It's, you know, the grass is always greener. It's human nature, right? And I can point to it time and time again. As many of you know, welcome back to the program. John Fricky with you on this Saturday. Uh, we're talking about the Hawks here, so you want the opposite of what, whatever it is right now because whatever's, working, whatever's going on right now isn't working, which, by the way, I totally agree it's not. But That's why I'm – that goes to another thing about you're too soft on these teams, you're too in bed with these teams as a talk show host, really. I call for the firing of Nate McMillan. I'm calling for the team to blow it up. I, I'm sorry. I'm, so, I'm soft. <laughs> I, 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 w- w- fire the owner. Move the team. What's the next level up here? <laughs> okay. Um, but it's it's human nature to want to Change things and, and get rid of the coach and change things around. Uh, you know, I, I think many of you know I went to the University of Nebraska. Uh, I'm a Husker. Things have not been well. <laughs> they have not been well for us. Uh, but we have Bo Pelini, and things were actually going pretty well with Bo Pelini uh, as the head coach. I mean, they were in the Big Twelve title game. They won nine games every year. They were ranked. You know, and so you know they, they did they did okay. Uh, but but Bo was a not unpleasant person. Okay. I mean, he was not. He was a bad guy, kind of a bad guy. And so the fans didn't like him. And they're like, you know, he, screamed, he would scream and storm and, and around the sidelines, and, we were, and the fans would say, "Wow, oh, just settle down, please. Get somebody to settle. Just relax, dude. And so they fired Bo Pelini, and they got the most relaxed of relaxed head coaches, somebody that I, again, transparent, I am personal friends with. I don't really know Bo Pelini at all. Mike Riley and I are personal friends, Okay. Mike Riley and I are personal friends. I've known him for a long time, back when he was a head coach of the Chargers or the USC, and he and I are friends, okay? Direct friends and, and good friends. So the, And I was thrilled because my good friend's going to be the head coach of my college, right? And, and, but Mike is like the nicest guy you ever want to meet. And all the fans are, oh, he's too nice a guy. We need somebody with fire. <laughs> Wait a minute now. <laughs> what? <laughs> did, did, uh? It's like Georgia Tech fans. Oh, we gotta get rid of the Paul Johnson offense. We got it's just awful, it's terrible. And then uh, okay, you how'd that work out for you? The Matt Ryan haters. Oh, Matt Ryan's gotta go. We gotta get a quarterback who can run. So Matt Ryan left. We got a quarterback who could run. Matter of fact, we got two. How did that work out for you? I'm just asking. <laughs> so the Trey Young haters, back to the Hawks who want to get rid of Trey Young, and, I, and again, I admit up front, I'm on Team Trey Young, all right? So you know where I stand. I try and be as transparent as I could possibly be. I am a big Trey Young fan and have been since the jump here, you know, and so I'm, I'm really honest. Now, do I want them to, to get rid of Trey? No, I personally do not. What I want them to do is get rid of everybody else. And I want Quinn Snyder to build a team around Trey and win titles here with Trey Young. Because my fear is they're going to trade Trey Young, get a whole bunch for him, and I'm going to go, okay, and we'll see Trey Young win titles with somewhere else. And we're we, going to go, wait, why did we trade that? To, well, that yeah, I, why, why couldn't we do that here? Exactly. That's where I stand. I'm not ready to give up on this yet. I want three more years, and I want you to do it right. That's where I'm at. Okay, but, and again, you may disagree with that. That's fine. It's okay. We just, we disagree. That's all. Hey, Rich. Rich, welcome to the show. How you doing, Rich? Doing all right. Hello, Rich. Hey, man.
2: Freaky good to hear your voice. I'm doing okay. How you, man? I'm doing good, man. Good. So let me paint a picture for you. I was born at Grady Hospital, product of Atlanta Public Schools, graduate of Morehouse College, and I actually worked at Phyllis Arena while I was at Morehouse in the suites. back when Billy Knight was the GM. He was in my suite. So oh. this team is tried and true. I was the season yep. ticket holder for many years. Yep. Gotcha. Blow the team up, but not to the degree uh, of everybody. You know, two years ago, I called in on a morning show with you and Hugh, and I said, get rid of Trey Young. We can get more for him. You stood on your ground. Want to keep Trey Young? You're on team Trey Young. I'm not against Trey Young. I think he's a great talent. He was what we needed, but we're not building around him, and we we could have gotten more for him two years ago had we sent him back home to Oklahoma and and traded for Trey uh, kid was kid Gilchrist right. But now it's too late. I prefer a more DeJounte Murray and a Jalen Johnson, but everybody else can go get get a enforcer in there. We didn't we didn't keep a um, a rookie um, a veteran around Trey Young when he needed it after Vince Carter left. We saw him kind of uh, kind of getting to his ego almost, and it's not what we need here. He wants to be in L.A. Send him to L.A. Let's get what we can for him. Let's move the team forward. We we're used to rebuilding with the Hawks, with the Falcons, even with the Braves. So it's nothing new to fans, but it's time to put some serious stuff on the court because uh, I refuse to sell out $6,000 again for season tickets.
0: No, I, all fair, Rich, all fair. And uh, I have no, again, we're not necessarily going to uh, agree on uh, everything, but it doesn't matter whether I agree or, and appreciate Rich's uh, opinion here and his and his loyalty and his fandom. Uh, he's a Grady baby. I get all that kind of good stuff here. The uh, house? It's, that was for Rich. I'm sorry? The house. that Rich is a Morehouse fan. Yep. Man. yep. Uh, so, it's all good. And and look, I just want to win, and I I, I and I admit that I am a Trey fan. I just being trying again transparent as I can be here, uh, but he may be right. Um, I I don't know. The only thing I would disagree with is that Trey's value has gone down. Uh, I don't know that it has. Uh, we're talking about a guy that's in the top ten in scoring. Do you, do you know that? And of course, he's number two in assists. Do you know a couple of things about Trey? Do you know that he's number four? One, two, three, four. He's number four in the entire history of the NBA in assists per game. In the entire history of the NBA, he's number four in assists per game. That's who you're talking about here. Okay? And, by the way, did you know he's in the top seven in steals? He's in the top seven in steals in the NBA this year. Oh, his defense is awful. Okay, is not stealing a defensive stat? He's in the top seven. His, his The only thing I'm going to kind of slightly disagree with, uh, Rich, is that Trey's value is still good. Trey's value is extremely high. And teams know that. Uh, Dave is on with us. And if you trade him, you got it. that's my point is if you trade him, you got to get a lot, lot, lot for him. Hey, Dave.
5: Hey, what's going on, John? Um, first things first, I would like to start out with a Mike's Mafia in the building stand up. Okay? <laughs> um, now, tell me what you think about this. Demar, De, Trey Young. We need to get Demar Derozan down here. We need a dead eye mid range guy like Demar Derozan. He's a veteran. He could he could he could get behind Trey a little bit, help Trey out. Because Trey, that ego thing. Rich, great call. But that ego thing, that's a big thing with Trey. I see that happen. I see that stopping Trey from being the 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 super super duper star that he can be. So the ego thing. We need to get that ego in check. And like you said, we need a big man. How do you feel about DeMar DeRozan and Andre Drummond coming down here and knocking some people around, grabbing some boards? Clint, Clint Capella just isn't it. I'm done with Clint. I'm done with uh, Hunter. Hunter can go. Clint can go. A uh, Congo ah, who knows, put him in the weight room a little bit, put some bigger shoes on him. Maybe he get a little bit taller. Um, how do you feel about that, Andre Drummond? Uh, and, uh, and, and and Demar Derozan and give me Caruso. Give me a Caruso. Uh, a, a heart like Caruso. You give me a heart like Caruso or or a river or Austin rings man. And and I think. We'll all right, be so let's a- say,
0: all right, Dave. So <coughs> let me just see if I can capitalize this. You want to build around Trey. Blow it up. Build around Trey. Yes, sir. Okay, I'm kind of with you on that. Uh, I can't answer to individual players. Uh, because I don't know if the team values them or if their other team would want, values them or what they would want. The NBA trades are difficult because you have to match salaries and things of that nature. Um, but, right. yeah, I mean, so I, I, I don't know how all that works. This is why I've tried to avoid saying, well, we need this guy. Like some people say, we need Carl Anthony Towers. Well, sure, you know, but do you think Minnesota wants to trade Carl? What are they going to ask you for Carl Anthony Towers? Right now Minnesota's playing. Minnesota thinks – and they may be right that they can win a world title, that they can win the NBA championship, and they may be able to. You know, so they're obviously, you know. You know. If you called them right now and say, hey, in the offseason, we want to talk about Cat, they're going to go, goodbye, nah. and hang up on you. <laughs> right. Know, so. right, exactly. Yeah, okay, I got you. I got
5: it. But I'm just like, Clint Capella, I mean, He's, he's good. He's a good, he's a good, he's a solid, decent player. Would be a great backup center on any squad. I see him going, you know what I'm saying? On any squad, he'll be a great backup player. Great player. Just not what Trey Young needs. Just not what the Hawks need. Like you said, Quinn Snyder, give me a Gold Bear. Give me a Gold Bear. You, oh, man. Oh, man. That guy, like, he's so underrated. For some reason, I don't know why people sleep on him, but you give me a Gold Bear down here with Trey Young and, some, and another two-guard, three-three. That could shoot that two mid range and let Trey flourish. The so Trey's doing it all. He's doing everything, man. He's the he is the team. They Zayden's he looks great. Potential is there.
0: You know the the team. Start. Yeah, one of the other things I do appreciate the call. Thanks much. One of the other things let's go back to that Milwaukee series in the Eastern Conference Finals and that run that Trey made there. And Trey was you know certainly he was the the engine of all of it. But if you go back to that team with, with Coach Mack one of the other things that team had, this is what it goes to, the difference between what happened in the changeover general manager, Trevor Schlank wanted something, there was a disagreement here. It's over the DeJounte Murray trade. Uh, is that that team had a bench. I mean, they had, remember, Kevin Herter was coming off the bench. Lou Williams was coming off the bench. They had a bench on that team. And this team doesn't. This team is... A.J. Griffin uh, is a forgotten man. You know, I just – why he's even on the team, I'm not really sure. Uh, I mean, he doesn't play uh, because – for a number of reasons, but he doesn't play. And so they're down to, to, you know, nothing. And if they get – guys who are sick or injured, you know, and suddenly you're playing seven players, this isn't working. The whole point is – this isn't working, and there are two ways to to achieve something that might work. One is to go ahead and be a, a person where you take Trey Young, and you literally everybody else is available. You strip out, you take some expiring contracts, whatever you do in the off season to try to build around that. If that's not going to be something that you want to sit through in trying to build for something, you know, through free agency, or, or you make a run at a free agent, and if it doesn't work. Then maybe you just start over, but you you can walk me through it. You can say, "Look, we didn't want to have to do this. Trey's going to go somewhere out west, and he's going to win a bunch of titles." But it becomes a Dame situation in Portland, okay? It becomes that—that's the kind of situation. Now Portland's going through it, and Portland sucks, and they traded Dame because it wasn't working. They couldn't win with Dame. It just didn't. It wasn't happening, and so they traded him. And now Portland's going to suck for a year or two, but they've got a ton coming. And Portland looks at it and says, "Just wait, just wait. You got to wait two years. You got to wait two years, maybe three. But we're gonna we're gonna have a whole bunch coming up." Okay, so Portland did the hard reset, and so you know it just this is the way it happens here. I mean, you you have to kind of pay the price at some point. And right now we're not paying a price. There's no future for the Atlanta Hawks based on their results now. It's not like we're doing a hard reset and, oh, we're going to have something. No, we just stink. <laughs> and, and there's no future. See, I mean, you turn into – essentially the Carolina Panthers are in the same boat. Right? They sold their soul out. They're no good. And, oh, by the way, they have no future either. <laughs> it's like, oh, wow. Hey, uh, okay, that – yeah, that's not the position you want to be in. You can suck. It's okay as long as you have a future. And you're transparent about it, but you can't suck and have no future, Malcolm uh, get up hello, hey Malcolm. Hey, what's
5: going on, John man? The first thing I would do is get rid of DeAndre hunter, man
0: It's like he he's not doing what he needs to do. Well, I don't think any of them are safe. you said whatever. I said I don't think any of them are safe. Yeah,
5: I mean that would be the first thing I do though—get rid of DeAndre Hunter. Probably, you know, Slink gave us the the blueprint, and we just didn't follow it. And now we in the boat we in. It's pretty sad. Training yeah, there was the because if he goes somewhere else, he gonna win.
0: Uh, that's my thing. I think that, that's what, Malcolm, I agree with you, and I appreciate the call here. That's, my, that's been my thing. I want to prepare you for the possibility. Of course, you know, people have come back at me and said, John, you know, we all thought that when Matt Ryan went to Indianapolis with, you know, Jonathan Taylor and the weapons they had, that Matt Ryan might win a Super Bowl and we'd say the same thing. And that didn't work out. I'm like, well, Matt Ryan was in the last year of his career. Trey Young's, what, 20, 26? He's got 10 more years. Kind a different situation. All right, at top of the hour, I would like some of you to jump in here. If you think you know the NBA, and I want some smart people here, I've got some trivia questions. The prizes are nothing, and nothing and you will like. it. You can pick between the two. But I'm I, I want to have a little bit of fun here in and around our discussion, and we'll continue talking about the Hawks as well here. But I've got some all-star trivia questions I want to bounce off you. And give you one and see if you can hit it out of the park. Next, with John Fricky yeah. on Sports Radio 90, try the game. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month.
1: New iPhone 15s? It's
0: over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.